from MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, a home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein, here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Last week, we talked about your lawnmower and making sure your lawn was in working order. Now we're moving inside to tackle a little spring renovation. If everything goes according to plan, we'll walk through how to renovate a two-car garage into a nice living space, bathroom included. Also, we'll still help you with anything you need to help with this morning. Share your comments and experiences with uh, by calling us this morning at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601, and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is here. Last week, we talked about your lawnmower and make sure that the lawn was doing well. Now we're moving inside to tackle a little spring renovation. This is really cool. If everything goes according to plan today, we'll walk through how to renovate a two-car garage into a nice living space, bathroom included. Also, we'll still help you with anything you need help with this morning you can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877 mpb ring that's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fix it 101 at mpbonline.org how you guys doing today doing great doing great sun shining did not receive a lot of rain last night so everything's positive well, I got a little, but I'm um, still blessed to be here. Okay. Did any of you get calls this morning to fix anything that blew down last night? Not yet. Right here in the MPB complex, a, a couple of giant trees were uprooted wow. right here in the complex. So, um, Well, you know, it's a perfect storm right now. We've had plenty of rain. We have plenty of wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't take much right now to blow that oak down. I can tell you, there there is a lot of wind for yeah. Mississippi right sure now. Is. It's kind of crazy. Anyway, uh, so what are you guys working on right now? Right now, I um, had a couple of listeners called in. They want to, you know, remodel some bathrooms, two of those, and paint the whole house. And Okay, so we saw on Facebook, though, mm-hmm. that Dale yeah, was but- working, putting an addition on the house the other day, and I saw it. It looks great, man. It, it was all the way to where it had the uh, the Tyvek stuff on it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's that white stuff that's like uh, they put over the house before they put the siding on. Yeah, so. we, we're just waiting on our brick mason to go ahead and brick it up. And, uh, oh, it's going to be We're on the inside. Huh? Yeah. They're going to okay. match it up with the same. Oh, okay. Good deal. Uh, just somebody expanding the home? Yeah, they uh, wanted a bigger room, and then they decided, let's just gut the whole thing. <laughs> you know. And you said, oh, darn. No, it right. was great, man. <laughs> okay, uh, well, good. It looks really good. If you're on uh, if you're on Facebook and you're friends with Dell, you can see that it's a really cool picture. Number calls eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. I uh, took a bullet this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know how I'm usually creating things. One thing I created, I was telling Jeff, I blew up my my finger on because. Uh, 
I, I found these uh, bar stool things. Oh, yeah. Took them home. My wife and I fixed them up. I mean, we covered, she recovered the seats real nice. I did the, the paint job on the legs and everything. It was really, really nice. But I went to spin it and. When I was uh, doing something, I got my finger stuck. Wow. So, yeah, mm-hmm. man, bad moment. But these things happen. Um, the other thing I did was the wife got me digging this weekend in the garden. I dug 47 holes, something wow. like that, you know. And it was like, move this tree over there, you know, like six feet. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. it's not like moving the couch or something. <laughs> right, right. You yeah. just set it on move something to roll. Move the tree. Right. So now I have to pick up the earth and put it elsewhere. Mm. So anyway. All right. Hey, we got a uh, an email in, and this is where the idea, Java, this was a genius idea that came for this show. I love it. We got a, a single email in um, from this person. The subject was garage conversion. Mm-hmm. Um, the person is Cecile. She says, hi, my name is Cecile, and I would like to know if you could recommend a builder or a company. Now, listen up, folks. I'm not ready for you to uh, uh, volunteer your services, Dell and Jeff, okay? <laughs> uh, to convert a two-car garage into a bedroom with a full bath and a little living room. And uh, uh, Java came to me, and he said, hey, can you do that with a garage? You know, like a, a two-car garage? Or something? I, you know what? And the answer, the simple answer is, yes, you can do that. And uh, one of the reasons why I answered yes that you can is something that Jeff brought to my attention a couple of years ago were these newfangled toilets that you could put in without having to bust up the concrete, which I thought was just awesome. And that way you can just have something to set in there. You know, so that that makes things a little bit easier. Dell, I did see a project that you did one time on Facebook, where you were uh, basically bricking up uh, a, a what was actually you were making a carport into mm-hmm. a garage, mm-hmm. um, you know, into a full garage rather than a carport. So that looked like an interesting process too. Something uh, Cecil that a lot of folks don't recognize when they pull into their uh, drive every day. It's on a different grade, and, and and what I'm saying about that, your your slab where your house sits is flat. It it was built to be uh, flat, balanced. You know, your carport was made to move water away from the house, or your garage, or your driveway, or whatever it is. Uh, if it even connects to the house. It usually has a little grade on it that moves the water away from the Correct. home. Mm-hmm. So that grade has to be corrected if you decide to change a home into uh, – or change a, uh, a parking space into living space. I would say so. So, fellas, where do we start on this project? By the way, the number is 877-MPB-RING. If you've got a question, any uh, do-it-yourself question today, we'll take. But, okay, so when we start – the first thing you want to do is uh, properly plan, and, and that's the key to success. Plan, plan, plan. Make sure you have a plan. So, okay, and yeah. this person is asking for a small bathroom, mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a place to sleep, and a small living quarters right. out of a garage. Mm-hmm. And, and if anyone grew up in the 70s and hung out in garages, you know that this was done a lot, and it's not that big a deal. That's yeah, right. That's, that's right. Um, so, you know, you're, you're, you're dealing with approximately 
500 and some change square footage. Yeah, about 22 or 24. So, right, right. So, you know, uh, my suggestion would be um, grab a piece of paper, mm-hmm. a piece of graph paper, and, and plot out, mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, in your 500 and, and some odd square foot mm-hmm. that you have enough room mm-hmm. for that, you know, stand-up shower, that right. commode, that vanity. So here's and, where you want to start, really, is what you guys are saying is a tape measure. Sure. And yes. uh, go around the room and figure out your your square footage and, and the, the basic layout of that square footage. So when you're doing what Jeff is saying with the graph paper, you can plot it so that that the model is equal to the actual job. Exactly. So, you know, make sure everything is going to fit. Make sure you're going to have enough room for that. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. that bathroom, for that little seating area, and mm-hmm. that bedroom. Well, and there's a couple of things to consider. What what is currently going to your garage slash carport, whatever? Yeah, is the there power ways. going to it? Is right. there an entryway? Uh, is it is it is it covered? What's it covered with? Because mm-hmm. you're going to need if it's going to be an inside living space, it's going to need an actual ceiling, an actual roof, and, uh, and a lot of people don't think about this. Uh, Insulation, too. Well, I was just going to say is air movement within that space, it was not designed to do that initially in your home. So you're going to have to think about – are you going to put in a window unit? Are you going to are you yeah, going to pipe in? You know, right. the big stuff. And two, most garages are not insulated, right? So you know, we have to consider that mm-hmm. um, tapping onto your uh, existing uh, heating and air um, strains that is not going to work. You you, you have too many uh, square feet to to heat and cool. Mm-hmm. So rule of thumb on that is. For every 500 square feet of living space, you need one ton of air. So what he's saying there is Mm -hmm. uh, 500 feet is the living space you typically get out of, say, a garage-type area. So uh, with that in mind, you're going to have to uh, really think about some of the alternative air Sources, whether those be like the Phillips one that you yeah, see the, every once in a little mini split, yeah, yeah, would, the mini split, uh huh, or or you know, uh, I now see they do make some window units that both heat and cool. Right. I don't know about their efficiency or how well they work or anything. I've just seen that the product exists, so so that might be an option. But these are all things you got to take into consideration. Something you mentioned, Jeff and Dell. I remember you put this in your Facebook fo- post a long time ago. Uh, it's a garage. It wasn't made to really keep air and water out tight, which means you got to go back and and if if there are areas that need lots of caulk, if you need mm-hmm. to redo something, if you need to put in. In other words, this wasn't made to be airtight like the inside of your home uh, because there is no air moment. Yeah. Even though it's um, a structure that's already existing, you mm-hmm. want to treat it like a new bill, you know, to – Strip it down as much as possible to get the most efficiency out of it. You know, tighten everything up, like you said, caulking, and make sure you go the extra step, insulate it, go ahead and wire it properly for Mm -hmm. um, everything that you need. Uh, Consult with an air conditioner man to see if your unit could handle it or not. And and things like that, a plumber on deck just to make sure that you're tying in right. Oh, that's true. Unless you're an all-around builder yourself. But um, line up the people that you want to work with or, you know, that can help you on this project and still plan, plan, plan. 
Well, that's a really good point. We're going to talk about that. We're going to go to break real quick. But what I want to talk about when we get back, Jeff, is, hey, I want to make this thing. Uh, will the government let me do this? Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. So we'll talk about that Understood. permitting stuff when we get back. If you've got a question about any DIY thing going on today, you can give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Talking today about converting a two-car garage into a bedroom. If you've got some ideas, if you've done this before, if you want to do it, give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore of Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. You can join the conversation right now by calling 877-MPB-RING. And away we go. We were talking this morning about a project. Someone sent in an email and asked how they can convert a two-car garage into a bedroom with a full bath and a living room. Um, okay, well, this is possible. It's going to be a squeeze if you want that full bath, but it, uh, this is possible. And we were talking uh, right before the break about the legalities of this, depending on where you are. And I can tell you that Miss uh, Cecile lives in Meridian. Okay. So okay. so she will be under those city ordinances or county. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or neighborhood HOAs. Right. Okay. So. so what kind of thing does she need to look for if she wants to build a carport or, or a, a parking space into a living space? Sure. Um, the first thing that you want to do is contact your HOA, Homeowners Association. Okay. And And... Assuming you have one. Assuming you have one. Uh, and find out what the covenants are. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't assume because your neighborhood is older that it doesn't have an HOA. That's right. Especially, uh, you know, Meridian, there's lots of historic areas that are mm-hmm. going to be oh, yeah. covered. Now, so that's that's your first step. Can I do this? Uh, once you get approval from your HOA, at that point, you would go to your city, uh, county permit office with a set of plans, mm-hmm. get it permitted, um, and l- let's use Madison County for a minute because I know that county. Um, Madison County is not going to allow you to um, do that without some other steps. Uh-huh. The other steps meaning when I when I create that living space in um, that used to be a parking space, now I have to create a parking space to replace that. Okay. So, and again, I'm not trying to discourage anyone. Do your homework and... and um, yeah, do look into the laws. And here's the, here is the consequence, uh, Cecil, is that the possibility that you could build this thing with no permits and everything is oh, absolutely no. 100% possible. But it's also possible that someone could walk out there and say, "Rip it all down." Oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. The, and, the 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 HOAs have a tremendous amount of power, right? Um, and 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 that doesn't that's well before even the permitting part of this. That's goes. right. You know, so the the you know city county inspector can say no. 
and just take it right. down. Right. Yeah. No, take it down. Yeah, they, so. they want to know what you're doing to your house. If you're going right. to uh, add on or change things, you need to consult with them because they want to know about the plumbing, the electrical. It's, it's all right. need to be inspected. All right. Let's go to uh, Anthony and Jackson real quick. He's got a question about building a gate into a yard. You with us, Anthony? Hey, yeah. Hey, how y'all doing, guys? Good. How's it going? Going pretty good. Hey, I, uh, I, my, my, I have, my neighbors have wooden gates on the, on the left side, and I have a gate on the left side, the wooden gates in the back on the side, but I have an opening about, I'd say about 20, 30 feet, and Mm -hmm. I was trying to see, do, uh, and is that a project I can do myself to build the gate? open and close, or do I need to get someone to help me, or uh, how, how would I go about doing it? Um, I, before you guys get into it, I will say, <laughs> are you talking about building a wood gate? Yeah, wood gate. Okay. Uh, have you ever done anything like that before? No, I have Okay. I can tell you, that, uh, first of all, you're going to need a buddy. Uh, more, you know, if I mean, before you even think about how to do this, you need to get a buddy together, because there are some things you need to consider. Um uh, you know, one of the fun things about I remember gu- building my first gate before I knew how to build a gate. Right. And man, you're about two weeks before you got to build that gate again. <laughs> so unless you figure out through plans or or they also make things to build gates with that's that right. keep them nice strong. Kit. That's right. Yeah, that's right. They, you know, yeah. Think think about it. You're you're swinging a very heavy piece of wood uh-huh. off of a hinge. Off a hinge, which is bolted to a post. Uh, The post needs to be beefy enough Uh to handle that weight. Um, And and don't know what size gate. Do do you want a walk gate? Do you want a drive gate? Right. I got Anthony. I will save this. uh, Say this. This project requires some math and some uh skill what are the you know the funny thing is and dell here's the funny thing you go to do 30 feet of fence all right dell yeah how much do you need to buy when you go to buy 30 to put up 30 feet of fence i gotta put a pencil to that right um, yeah. tape uh, right I need to survey the land the grade yeah. you know it's, it's a lot goes into yeah that. and you gotta know things some some crazy things anthony like how water run off? how uh how wide is a single slat of a fence, of a wood fence, because you you have to know that before you know how many do I buy. It's, a, it's about six inches, so it takes two mm-hmm. two to the foot, right? So just some quick math. I'm doing I'm doing thirty feet, right? I need at least sixty boards. See, I told you it was math. See, <laughs> and uh, spaced out, you know, and posts uh, um, every eight to ten. I, foot. I need I need three runners, which mm-hmm. would be my two by fours. I would not do a two runner. I'd Anthony, the, the short answer: Yes, you can do this. <laughs> yes, get some help. Yeah, um, and but it's fun. It is. You know what? The, putting up a fence, a wood fence, is a great learning tool. In a case like this, where you know he's a, um, a do-it-yourself beginner, I would go with the pre-fencing. You know, use the the panels that's already put together. Oh, you know what? And, I didn't think about that. that. You can you can go to the big box stores and you can buy just what uh, eight foot panels or ten foot mm-hmm. panels, something like eight. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. six by eight. And 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 Anthony too. Let me let me caution you on this. The first thing you want to do is call eight one one. Right. <laughs> Uh, being, being, uh, I have seen like decades experienced contractors throw a shovel into the ground mm-hmm. 
and hit the gas line and have to call the police department. The the quickest way to hit a gas line or a water line or a power line Uh is not to call 811. Right. Mm -hmm. You you will hit it on the first step. (laughs) So, yeah, that's what you want to do. You want to to call 811. But you know what? There is – this is, like Dell said, this is a great first project to go after. This Mm -hmm. This is a lot of fun. And you get to learn things. Uh, you will also learn why your contractors cost so much money. Have you ever bought a box of 200 screws? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it is unbelievable. You know, everyone says, oh, wood's cheap. We can do this. Well, wood's not all you're buying. Mm-mm. You know, mm-hmm. you're buying uh, quick creep to keep the posts in the ground. You're buying uh, hinges, which are 10 bucks a piece easy. You're buying, you know, there's a lot of stuff there. Anyway, uh, and those so, screws yeah. are going to cost you. Yeah, they are. And tools. By the way, yeah. you have to have something to put them in, right? And those cost you know a hundred bucks for something decent to put a screw in. Anyway, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Thank you, Anthony. We appreciate the uh, call. If you've got a question about any sort of uh, DIY thing going on or anything you want to work on, give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. Talking today about uh, turning a two-car garage into a living area, almost a one-bedroom apartment because it's got a bedroom, a living room, a bathroom. Um, We know this may be a bit much for the casual DIYer, but is it doable without a professional, guys? It is. Now, I would say this. Don't don't go into this project saying it's going to happen overnight. Take your time and really line everything up. Get your plan together. Even if the garage is cleaned out ahead of time so you know you don't have to do that. And take some duct tape and kind of map out your layout. Yeah. And make sure it functions for you that when this is where my bathroom is going to be. And fill it. You know, go in this way. See if the door needs to open to the left or the right. In or out. See, those are things, those are considerations people don't think about. Which way does the door swing? Sure. Which way, you know, those kind of things. What wall to put uh, the bathroom on and different things like right. that. Because you could easily tie into probably some existing um, plumbing work, electrical work, right. if you just reroute things. One of the things that Java found for me here says that a quality conversion can take up to four to six weeks. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's, I want you to think about that, folks. Now, remember, now, the couple of contractors that are sitting in the room might think that that is ridiculous, but they have speed dial for the electrician or the yeah. plumber or whatever yeah. thing else. So these things take time for, for us mere mortals to get a plumber to come out and, and plumb something new. You know. And we have their respect. You know, um, when we call, they coming. Right, right. And, <laughs> and, but a regular person is like, hey, I'm going to give you a couple hundred bucks to run some. And they're like, yeah, we'll get to you. Right. Yeah, I'm we're not going right. to stop right. working <laughs> and come right. over there. Yeah, for I got that. a $20,000 contract to finish first, and I'll be able to pick up your 800 bucks. All right. Uh, Jenny's on the line in Neshoba County, and she's. Uh, uh, okay, I have no clue. We're going to have to really. Jenny, are you with us? I am. Okay, so uh, you're going to give us some, like, high-grade math here, right? Yes, I am. Okay, mm-hmm. Neshoba County, go. I have a 1,300-square-foot house, and I'm moving the air handler for my central unit to a closet. So I'm going to need a new return register. What I want to know is, with a three-ton unit and a 1,300-square-foot house, how big does the return register the filter area need to be. Hang on, just getting out the calculator. Yeah, well, <laughs> 1,300, you, you have three tons of air? Yes. This is happening live on the air. 
Jeff is calculating how much, how large the filter needs to be. Oh, boy. Um, gosh. See, I have Timmy on my own speed. Now, <laughs> yes, our AC guy. You're going to move this into a closet, correct? Correct. Why? Why? What, let me ask you, why are you moving it to a closet? Because it's not accessible in the attic. I'm getting too old to get up there. And the okay, the I got you. In, the attic is in the way of servicing it. Okay, into a heater closet. Correct. I, I'm with you. Okay, fine. I, I, again, I am not a heat, a heat and air guy. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I'm like mm-hmm. Dale. I've got a I've got a phone number. Right. I think the calculation <laughs> is 24 by 24. But but please talk to a heat and air guy. 24 by 24. That's giant. No, no, yeah, yeah, tw- twenty-four by twenty. Okay, I get you. So, so basically, one of the standard squares. Yeah. Okay. I but, think that's calculation, Jenny. But, but yeah. again, and Jenny, you can't go wrong with that. Um, I can also say that uh, a way to do this. I don't know if you've done this kind of thing before, but easily you can buy one of the registers that will fit into a hole that you cut into the wall that that will make it easy to replace that filter. It has a little hinge on it, you know, so you don't have to. Take the well, whole thing I, apart to I change. I think what she's saying, your air handler's in the attic right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Correct? Correct. Okay. Okay. So you want to you get it moved. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I'm assuming you're going to hire a heat and air contractor to move it? I am. Okay. Good. Uh, well, Jenny, uh, so Jeff is thinking 24 by 24. That's, does that's that my help? Answer. Uh, yeah. It does. Well, it hurt to oversize it. No, and that may be. Yeah. You know, um, so once again, we would still like to consult with How big with is it AC now, man. Jenny? Right. It's, a, it's a 20 by 20 by what? Oh, we lost Jenny. Are you She's there, back. Jenny? It's, it's a 20 by 26. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. 20 by 26 is no different hardly at all than yeah, uh, 24 20, by 24, right, right. you know, as far which, as area. Which would fit which would fit perfect under your air handler closet. Right. Uh, because you're going to put at least a 2-0 door on it. Um, you know, I'd put a 2-6. You get it big enough where you can work on it. Completely lost about what you're talking about. You know, the door to open two up. 2-0, 2-6. Yeah. Well, What's a 2 a, 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 20 inches a, or 26 inches? A 2-6 door uh-huh. would be 2-foot-6 inches. A 2-0 door would be 24 inches. We just got some uh, contractor jargon there, folks. Remember that when a uh, contractor says a 2-0, uh, that means... 2-foot? Uh, 2-foot, okay. Number to call is 877-MPV-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Thanks for the call, Jenny. Talking about this uh, conversion of a two-car garage into a living area and taking your calls at 877-MPV-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We're going to continue our discussion after the break. Uh, What renovations are you working on? What DIY do you have going on? 877-MPV-RING. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore of Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Housework. Houseworks. 
Sorry. Uh, and if you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, we were talking about this renovation. What am I talking about here? This is a uh, – someone wrote in. Uh, we get lots of emails on fixit101 at mpbonline.org. And you can send yours in. But last week we got one asking about turning a two-car garage into a living area. Uh, almost a one-bedroom apartment. And as Jeff was saying, it's about 500 square feet. This is doable. I've lived in some studio apartments that sure. were much different than that. So, um, okay, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. One of the things that Java found from um, House Logic, which is uh, one of the, I guess, things, a reference tool that folks look for on home improvement, uh, House Logic is saying the cost to convert a two-car garage is between twenty and $50,000. And add another fifteen thousand for the bathroom. This all sounds very high to me. That's what I was going to say too. Now I'm not a contractor, and right. I'm not a, a, a amateur handyman. But does that is that high? Now that sounds correct. Really? I mean, because fifty grand's uh, half a house for a lot of people. Well, but but think about it. If you're if you're renovating five hundred twenty six square feet, uh-huh. and your house appraises for a hundred dollars a foot. Uh-huh. Older homes, you right. know, you're going to get somewhere around 100 bucks a foot. Right. You've just increased the value of your home $52,000. Now, in some cases... So what's that worth? Yeah. In some cases, you may decrease uh-huh. the value of that home because you have now taken the parking ability away from that home. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's why I said at the beginning of the show, most cases, you are going to have to supply another home for those vehicles. Add parking back. Add parking right. back. Because they're not going to let you park on the side of the road. So. Well, of course not. Right, yeah. So there's, you know, but if you if you have that third kid or whatever, right. you need the playroom, you need something, put the, put the, enclose it as long as you can do right. it legally, and then create another parking space. There you go. Sometimes uh, it's better just to add on the space that you need yeah. instead of taking your uh, your car space. That's a good point. That's what you did recently. Instead mm-hmm. of they were just they just added a new room, brick yeah. and all. Okay. When they just wanted a bigger closet and it just turned into bigger that. closet. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> they got some suits. Uh, all right, Stephen, hang on the line. We're going to be coming to you. Timothy's on the line in Louisiana, and uh, you got a comment about this garage conversion, Timothy? Yes, sir. You know we had hail last night. Yeah, well, I saw that. And you know, um, if you're not parked inside, you're going to do damage to your car. Oh yes. In my my car insurance reflects that I garage my car. You know. Uh huh. <laughs> and so you're you're increasing the possibility of damage and theft to your vehicle by eliminating the garage. That's unless you one. unless you put back another parking space. Right. Right. Or yeah. if yeah. you need that third kid. You know, if he's got to have a place to live, I'm going to keep him inside and my car outside. Well, this is funny because I had mentioned before boys, the show. Boys, 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 boys. Yes. <laughs> Go to a tiny house out in the backyard, put a solar panel on it, and with an incinerator toilet and a, and a solar water heater, <laughs> you know, it, it's 
not going to co- it's going to cost you much less than that conversion. Timothy, you're going to have us you're going to have us all converted by the time it's over, Timothy. <laughs> we'll be sleeping well, in know, the sea. You're all just dragging your feet. I know you'll get there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all be off the grid eventually. Oh boy. Thanks Timothy, we appreciate it. Stevens on the road and uh, had a comment about window units. This is something I mentioned earlier that they they have heating and cooling uh, window units now. But what's going on, Stephen? How you doing, sir? Well, as I had mentioned to the lady that uh, took the call, I I do subcontracting, and I also do contracting where I do conversion. Yes, sir. And do the full deal. Uh-huh. Um, now, those window units, like what you were talking about, that does both the heating and the cooling, uh-huh. um, they usually will cover anywhere from three to 800 depending upon the size of the unit that you buy, uh-huh. square foot. Okay, okay. The issue you're going to have running into them with is mm-hmm. the air conditioning is fine. But yeah. when you kick the heat part on, be prepared for the utility bill. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. You're They're right. going to take a lot of BTUs to run a heater like yeah. that. Well, if, yeah. if you're going to do that, obviously go go a 220 um, volt, you know, uh-huh. radius versus a 110. But still, I, I agree with you. It's it, it's going to run you more So the, the heat's going to be uh, – that's going to be costly. Yeah, for that. Okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. So you might want to consider a different heating source, you know, in that room. But yeah. there's a lot of different ways to do a heating source for 500 square feet. It's not a big deal, you know. They got those decorative fireplaces. We uh, put one of those in, and it heat up real good. Oh, yeah. yeah, and the little living room. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I still believe in the mini splits. The mini split. Yeah, so, I think that's a great way to go because you can kind of hide it, and um, it's not going to take up space indoors. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Um, thanks, Stephen. I appreciate that. That's that's big. We'd like to know about those things. I knew that they are on the market. The 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 window units that did air and heat. I've seen them. I've just never heard anyone that had one to know if it was any good or not. Um, so, what might be some of the tools one's going to need to buy or rent if they get into this job? A full game box. But a full gang box. Yeah, you're gonna need everything, man. Oh. Um, <laughs> you're gonna need everything. You know, something I was looking at this. We talked at the at the beginning of the show about how the floor in a parking space is not level like the rest of your house is. That's right. Um, but and it's made not to be. So if you're gonna cl- enclose the thing, you have to level it. Um, Dell, I'm gonna ask you. Does that take a pro to level? Your concrete. No, they have so many uh, floor leveling agents now. You got. Um, but if I've never done anything handy before, can I do that? Yeah, I'll definitely read the instruction. You know, when you if you go and get the magic out the box, it say uh, flow leveling. So follow the instructions. Um, one cup of water per powder, and mix it up. Pour it out and um, squeeze it smooth and. Squeegee yeah, that, it that, smooth. That, that's, yeah, you're gonna need a little more than that because your 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 garage floor, first of all, is gonna be three inches below your in most cases. Oh yeah, three inches below your slab. Yeah, uh, yeah, floor, it's gonna leave a lot floor, more. You yeah, might, floor, might want to get the truck in there. Not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Now, I would either do wood. Uh-huh. Uh huh. As far it. as floor goes, well, you you can. I've done them both ways. I, I've poured concrete. Uh huh. And and wood, um, wood in my opinion would be more the weekender uh-huh. could, could do it. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. cut it on an angle and do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to do concrete, I'm going to recommend drilling several holes in your existing concrete. Really, floor. Set some rebar. 
Uh, and then pour your pour your concrete on top of that. Right, either, we've, either way would be acceptable. Yeah, but we've moved a little bit past your weekender. We have probably yeah. moved a little bit past that. Yeah. You might want to put a level on that floor and just see how much uh, grade you got. There and that's, that's a big deal. They're yeah, different. Getting the grade. And, of course, you know, code has been different over the years, and, and Mississippi's got houses going back to, you know, mid-1800s all over the yeah, place. Some so. are virtually but, flat. You know, another thing to think about, too, Maybe you don't do the whole project yourself. Hire the parts of the project that you're you, not comfortable. Oh, that's good. But then you know you could you could do sheetrock yourself. You could paint. Yeah, you yeah. could do trim. That's a good point. Uh, mm-hmm. If you convert over to the Santa Flow plumbing system, you could do that yourself. I'm sorry. What is that? <laughs> no, this is not an endorsement, but it is really cool. Listen well, yeah, Santa Flow, in my opinion, is the coolest plumbing uh, advancements I've seen in a long time. We yep, found folks, this, this is a, how we think plumbing is cool. All right, we, we found this at a international builder show several years ago. Uh, it's called Santa Flow, uh-huh. and what it is, it's a mini grinder station, if you will. Um, you you per you purchase your commode. It looks just like any commode you've ever seen. Uh-huh. But behind that commode is a mini grinder station. What's a grinder station? Jeff? Well, grinder station is where the product goes into that grinder, if you will, and it is pumped into any two inch line uh-huh. that that you can access. Uh-huh. Meaning, I can set a Santa Flow commode in the middle of my Garage, uh-huh. never have to bust the concrete, and and pump the waste into my two inch line. I've I've installed several of these. You've they, got they, to be kidding they me. They work so you very very well. So you don't have to ceiling to floor redo everything, plumbing included. Nope, nope. As long as I can get to a two inch plumbing line, I can make the Santa Flow system work. You are kidding. That is awesome. It's it's great. All right. Well, uh, that that makes it a lot better to not have to run plumbing. You and, know? Uh, and, and that's definitely something the the, the weekender can do. But uh, with that in mind, also I, I just mentioned, you know, that doesn't deal with plumbing, um, or, or, or that takes away some of the plumbing issues. But you still, it's a bathroom. You're going to have to have right. water come to that's the bathroom. Right. That's and, right. You know, so there'll still be plumbing issues to deal with. And maybe, like you said, you hire your plumber, you hire your electrician, you hire the person that does your floor or whatever. Uh, meaning, meaning levels it, right. but you can put whatever you want over. I, I, I know as a kid, I don't know how many of the people in my neighborhood, I guess it may just have been my neighborhood, but in my neighborhood, I think everyone closed in the garage and had exactly. the same green no, carpet. But, on, back you know? in the day, yeah. that was... That's what you need to do, yeah. you know. Yeah, you shagged it out, put up some right. uh, put put up some wood paneling, and here that, we go. Yeah, again, that third kid <laughs> came around and no place to put him. Right there, you go. <laughs> That's where they went. Number to call is eight seven seven MP MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. If you want to make a call or give us an email, that's fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Today, we're talking about filling in a two-car garage and making it into a living room. If you have a suggestion, if you've done this before, my favorite calls are the ones that call and say, you know what, I did this, everything turned out perfect, but don't do this. Right. I love those. Uh, number of calls, 877-MPB-RING. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. 
To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Gilmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. If you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This morning, talking about someone who wrote in and was asking about turning a two-car garage into a living area. This is something that has been done so often in the past. Uh, and yes, can absolutely be done. You can make whatever you want. But remember, all of your dreams have costs. So just remember that going in. We were just talking in between the break about how people underestimate projects all the time and the cost and time mm-hmm. that, that they take longer and they cost more money than, than people would like them to. Uh, yeah, even the contractor. Right. I mean, we, we get surprised sometimes. Yeah. You know, man, I... You know, yeah, that is coming. (laughs) All right, we got a Frank on the line in Jackson, and he has got a big caution sign in the air. What's going on, Frank? Well, you just uh, made the statement I was going to make to these do it at home people, do it Uh yourself people. Yes, sir. And Dell hit it exactly right. You're going to have to have a toolbox. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, just the tools alone. The tools, right? Whether you pay for it or you rent it, or if you buy something cheap. Like from Harbor Freight, <laughs> right? Will ask two times. Mm-hmm. And you say, next time I buy a better one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so since you've already given out the caution, here's the next deal. Okay. Sheetrock. Please do not confuse these people and have them think they can do sheetrock finishing. All right. <laughs> it's one of the hardest, most difficult things to do. I will tell mm-hmm. you, Frank, that you are right. I was a graduate civil engineer, worked for a contractor for ten years, started our company, and Dell. When you first started out in construction, the subs don't show up. Mm-mm. They really don't because they don't know you. So right. we had to do sheetrock one time. And I said, I can do this. I did it six times before I got it right. I'd put it up. It looked bad. I'd cut it out right. and do it again. Sheetrock is very difficult. Fra- hey, Frank. Make it so that it's not obvious to the most casual observer. Hey. you got holes in your wall. Hey. Frank, uh, uh, sheetrock is not difficult. Sheetrock is art. Le- yeah. Hey Frank, you, you you learned real quick that less is more, didn't you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You're like man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Repeat. The I step. don't need that much mud anytime. No, no, no. <laughs> never again. <laughs> that first time you're gonna put it on at least a quarter inch thick, not right. knowing. And you're trying to get it perfect, so you got this giant lump going through the center <laughs> yeah. of your room. And the you younger you are, in. you think you can just sand it smooth, but that's a lot of elbow. Oh my gosh, Frank. Uh, thank you for the caution. It was well needed. Let's move it along to Margaret in Tennessee, and she's got a question about a marble-ish countertop. What What is marble-ish, Margaret? Well, it's a marble wannabe, I guess. When we moved in, we thought it was marble, but then, um, then we were told, no, it's just like they make it real pretty to look like marble. So it's for but- mica. Yeah, and that's, don't ask me, because I'm not pros like you guys. All I know is I, I just pretend it's marble. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, the bowl in the sink is 
when you moved in, it's got like these kind of dark scratches on it, kind yep. of all kind of going which way. And um, is there any way to repair that besides replacing it? How, Carnival wax. How how old is it? Oh gosh. Well, the home is built in '85. I think okay. the little addition shortly after that. Yeah, it, it's so. it's Margaret. It, it's gone. It it sounds like synthetic marble, man-made poured. Um, Product your countertop and oh, it's your like sink. Cultured. Yeah, yeah. Your, okay. your countertop and your sink is all one piece, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. It's brittle. It's old. It has lived its life. Aww. Do not, do not put, put another, another dime penny <laughs> in that. So just, just lay it to rest. Well, it's going to yeah. be on the list, but it's not at the top of the well, list. <laughs> and two, Margaret, that 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 is not expensive. No, you, no, you can not, get a countertop that is pre-made, yeah, everything in it, and you yeah. just drop it down on there. Yeah. What so. define not expensive? Oh gosh, uh, five foot synthetic with a integrated sink is mm-hmm. probably installed five hundred dollars, maybe installed. Okay. Uh, yeah, plus your plumber, it. plus your plumber. Yeah. Uh, yeah, now you, you, where, look what, at Dale shaking his head. What are you what, saying now? What part of Tennessee are you in? I would West say the, Tennessee, Savannah. Oh, okay. Okay. What are you saying, Dale? You know where it is? Uh, sure, I do. I grew up in Memphis. Oh my gosh, I was going to say it's like equidistant between um, Memphis and Nashville. But yeah, why don't you guys have a yearbook? We can go ahead and do this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I would say that's the price probably for the uh, your material. And, and the plumbers, you know, they started about what one ninety eight when they come out. You know, so yeah. yeah. Look well, for one should... of your church member friends, a uh, plumber like that or something. <laughs> right. They might can help I'm you. Sorry? Out. Uh, 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 get a helper. That's a plumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but no, the 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 moral to the story is: do not put any more money in that in that countertop. Right, it's, it's gone. Right. All right, Margaret. Thank you. We got to move on. We got a lot of folks to get to. Don is on the line, and Collins about the garage. What's going on, Don? Hey, I just had a little comment about uh, closing in the garage. Yes, sir. Uh, if they probably want to spend a minute and just get up in the attic and make sure that space is insulated, because a lot of times. Back in the days, they did not insulate those mm-hmm. spaces over the garage. Over the garage. Make a, sure they get that done. That's a great point, Don, because you can fill it with whatever air you want to, and if it's just a big hole up top, it right. won't matter. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They used to not put anything over the garage. Okay. That's great to know. Thank you very much. All right, man. Thanks. All right. Have we're a good day. You too, sir. We'll so, uh, move on to Willa and Jackson. Willa, are you with us? Yes. So what what is your question about the hot water heater in the attic? I bought a, a home that's pretty old, and it has the hot water tank in the attic. Mm-hmm. And I want to know if it's possible to get a plumber, someone who's knowledgeable, hopefully, to move that thing out of the attic. Of course. Sure. Uh, Willow, we talked about this before a little bit earlier in the show. You can absolutely do this, but you're going to need to bring your wallet. <laughs> well, and, and, and two, where where are you going to move it? Um, it's in the attic because there was probably not enough space on the living floor of your home. So, And there's nothing wrong with it in the attic, Willow. Why would you want to move it? 
the hot water, it gets a, it's like a white cloud in the water. It doesn't clear up. But on the cold side, it does clear up. Oh, that's not your addict's problem. Mm-mm. That's, the, that's plumbing. Mm. Now, this could be a chance for her to go tankless. Of course. That actually yeah. would be yeah. really neat, and it doesn't take up uh, even I a would, quarter of the space. Sure. Have you got gas? Is it gas water heater? Uh, yes. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah, okay. you, you got to do tankless. Uh, I would do tankless and yeah. leave it where it is. Yeah, leave it where it is, do tankless. And yeah. The issue is not that you need to move your water heater. The issue is that you need another water heater. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, thank you, Willow. We appreciate it. I hope that helps out. This has been an interesting show, talking about filling in that uh, two-car garage. What we did learn is that we can absolutely do this. Yes. Um, yes. And as a as a DIYer at home, yes, you can do this. You may have to hire a contractor to help you out doing some of the the really technical things that you shouldn't be doing anyway, such as plumbing and or electricity. Uh, and anything that you do not have the proper tool for. Remember, we've talked about this on the show before. If you do not have the proper tool, don't attempt it. That's how people lose fingers. You're going to need a buddy. I mean, someone to hold the other end or, you know, just you need a helpmate. Yeah, yeah. That's Even if it's just moral support. And remember, <laughs> prepare a real budget for this. It's yes. going to be pricey. That's right. All right. That's right. All right, folks. Well, that's it. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. John Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Del Moore, Jeff Sammons, I am Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. Join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.